Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Heard at Sports presents The Damon Benning Show. With Robbie Lula. Yeah, it just, it, just, it speeds everything up. You know what I mean? You don't get the luxury of, of really taking that extra day to, to put that last game to bed and then say, okay, uh, have the day to go and look. You, 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 you merge the two days, you know, putting it, damn near putting it away right from the get-go and then turning, turning the, the next game. And I thought it was, it was really cool to watch because not only did Coach, I think, do that, to make sure, like, hey, there's going to be a standard that 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 on Saturday was not acceptable. That's not that that's not the way it's going to be around here. Period. But also in the sense of like going out there and doing those things, like brought us back to making sure we take care of what we need to take care of. Because that's that's it, right? I mean, that offense, defense, special teams. We got to do what we what we do. We got to play to our standards. And I said it last week. Regardless of who the hell the opponent is. We got to do things a certain way to give ourselves a chance to win. So going out there and doing it and remind ourselves that it does not matter who we're playing. It is about us doing what we're the hell, what we're supposed to do. So that way we can go do it. On the grass. Doing it on the grass. Uh, hour number three of Herd Out Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Anna Bellinghausen uh, coming at you and powered by our friends at Cornhead Lager, the perfect beer to enjoy while watching your favorite game. Uh, every purchase helps support the Nebraska NIL through the 1890 initiative. Uh, I want to actually do it when the lights are on, right? How dare you, Shane? Um, I wanted to do a little instead of a, a game a lot of times we'll do a little game here on Wednesdays um, I want to do a little get to know you segment because this is your first kind of full radio show with yeah. her that and this is about 10 times longer than we've ever spoken uh, combined that's fair so 
<laughs> this is as much for my benefit as it is the audience's uh, that we can get to know each other a little bit here. But it is still brought to you by our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. Uh, they've been in business for 25 years here in Omaha, 18 of those years and running. They've been first place, best of Omaha, family owned and operated. And they've got the latest technology to work on whatever make and model that you have. And maybe the reason we love them the most, they give back to the community with every car repaired. Go to dingmans.com to learn more. But now it's time to learn more about Anna and to learn more about Ravi. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, I'll let's hit you do with it. one first. Let's do it. I'm ready to go. So Ravi asked me to put together some questions. He said sports related or not. So very broad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he just said basically just have some questions ready. Whatever you want to ask. <laughs> this is like a this is like a little uh heard at sports radio AMA. So okay. here we go. So my first one for you. Yes. Who was the first sports poster you remember having on your wall as a kid? Ooh. Who's that person? Sports athlete. Poster. I'm assuming it was an athlete. It, actually, I'll open it up even further. If it was a band, an uh, artist. No, it was definitely a sports uh, poster. I'm trying to remember which one was first. I think. I th- so I think my Ken Griffey Jr. one was later. I was a big Ken Griffey Jr. guy. Um, I had a poster of Herbie Husker pretty early. Um, he's an athlete. I think so. He looks athletic. <laughs> he's a, he's a Nebraska athlete for sure. Um, I also had a, I think a dream team poster is my earliest. There is a, uh, there was a poster with original the, dream team. Yeah. Original dream team, 1992. Uh, I believe my grandma got it for me. Shout out grandma Jackie. Um, I believe it was a Dream Team poster. Okay, wow. Do you remember yours? I think mine was Adrian Peterson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> AD. He was my guy. Okay. Are you a big Vikings fan? Oh, yeah. Big Vikings fan. Okay. All right. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but it's tough. It, listen, it's all right. It's, it's hard out here. You're a Bucks fan. Or, or no. Who's your, who's Niners. your team? Niners. Niners. 49ers. Which yeah. I, I love Brock Purdy, so I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I, I love Brock Purdy now, too. I think he's the best. <laughs> Oh, I'm so. <laughs> sure. You're on the Brock train now, huh? Oh, without a doubt. I love it. It's terrific. Um, okay, so here's my first one for you. This one, let's ease you into it a little bit here. Uh, what's the what's your favorite thing you've done working for Herd at? Oof, man. Okay, so it's definitely between the College World Series and March Madness. But because the College World Series obviously is in Omaha every year, mm. I'll go March Madness and seeing Creighton go to the Elite Eight. Okay. That to cover was absolutely phenomenal oh, and yeah. just seeing the emotions and the elation on the faces the coaches and the players after covering them throughout the entire year and watching them go through a six game losing streak and yeah being kicked out of the top 25 right so that was one of the coolest moments maybe of my life too it was it was amazing to see well it was one of the my favorite things in my life as well because I've been a Creighton fan my whole life. So, uh, And we might get to talk a little bit of Creighton here uh, at maybe 930 because I know you've been covering practice as well. Um, but that's a, that's, a terrific, uh, that's a terrific answer. Uh, what's your next one? If you could have a jersey swap with any player in history, who would it be? Ooh, any player in history. So I'm probably, probably going to go with my initial gut here. Um, and go Pedro Martinez. He's the reason I'm a Red Sox fan. When I was a little kid, um, my one of my coaches, 
one of my little league coaches just used to call me Pedro Martinez because I don't know he I was okay at little league and <laughs> you know like that's what coaches do right um, and so I just really internalized that and became a huge Red Sox fan uh, because of that so either Pedro Martinez or like kind of a weird deep cut here um, I love Ethan Rogge. Like, mm. l- like my dog. Roggy bombs. My dog is named Roggy, one of them. Wow. <laughs> so, does he know that? Yes, he does. Okay. I actually interviewed him once. I was like, hey, I just want you to know. And if you have to put a restraining order on me, I understand <laughs> this. Um, but what, what am I, I named one of my dogs after you. And he's like, no, that's actually awesome. Can you send me a picture of him? Uh, which I did. So It was well received. It was. Yeah, it was not. It was. Well, at least he pretended to receive it okay. well, at the very least, which I give him a lot of credit for. But so low key, if it's not Pedro Martinez. I would low-key love uh, a Rocky jersey swap so I could put it up in, in my dog Rocky's mm-hmm. room, and he'd love it. But, yeah. What about you? Jeez. Just based on childhood and who, like, my baseball idol was, probably Alex Gordon. Okay, he sure. Was, he was yeah. my guy for sure for the Royals. Gordo, and, yeah. Um, but other than that, just favorite athlete, honestly, Tom Brady. Okay. All right. Big Tom Brady fan, so. Big Tom Brady. See, I kind of – I liked that. I like that you're not a Patriots fan, but you still appreciate Tom Brady yep. because I'm kind of goat. I'm kind of the same way. Like I, you know, I've always kind of rooted for him. I liked that his story in terms of coming yes. up and, and all that. And then he just turns himself into the greatest quarterback of all time. I've always appreciated Tom Brady. And there's a lot of people that don't feel that way. If they're not Patriots fans, they really hate him. So uh, I like that. Um, okay. This is a weird one. (laughs) The doctor says you have a terrible medical condition, which will leave you without any taste buds. What is the last thing you eat before you lose your sense of taste? 1,000% steak. Getting the best steak in Nebraska. I need you to, I need you to like, let's narrow it down here. Is there like a place where like you get your favorite steak? Is there a specific cut? You got some sides involved? Like, let's Mm. get into this thing. Uh, I would say, I mean, it's obviously going to be a filet, right? Okay. Uh, steakhouse. I'm a ribeye guy, personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, big filet gal. Steakhouse, I don't think is as important to me because I think a lot of steakhouses in Nebraska have good steak and people okay. fight about it all the time that I, I wouldn't really make a decision there. Sure. Uh, definitely mashed potatoes. Maybe some like asparagus okay. on the side, all too. Right. Like some grilled um, asparagus? Yep, some grilled okay. asparagus for sure. How are we cooking this thing? Medium, rare. Okay, good medium call. Medium, rare, good call. Um, for sure. If you'd gone anything over medium, we I might have left. That would have been weird, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I might have left. Could have been awkward here. That's what my mom would have said. She'd been like, well done. <laughs> no, thanks, mom. Uh, definitely medium, rare. Absolutely. Uh, good decision. Cheese beyond that. I mean, you got to have a good dessert, too. It's like mm. a cheesecake. Okay. And then a glass of red wine. Okay. I kind of, I enjoy like a creme brulee after a steak. Ooh. It's a, you know, I'm... A little fancy. I like that too. Uh, Terrific. Uh, That's a good choice. Good choice overall there. Uh, What's your next one? My next one is, what's the best game you've attended and or watched on television? Ooh, okay. You can answer those separate. Yeah, Yeah. let's do both. Um, So best and favorite are going to be different. Um, I think the best game I've ever watched on TV, this is a really weird one. Um I think it was Boise State and Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. In Adrian Peterson was in college. I want to say 2007 in that uh, that big upset that Boise mm-hmm. State had over Oklahoma. I watched that thing from start to finish. 
I think if I remember right, Boise State gets out to a big lead. Oklahoma comes back, takes the lead. Then you've got the hook and ladder and all the trick plays to get Boise State. That is just my random, one of my favorite games I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely just love Just no, no tie to either yeah, team. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously I wanted Boise State to win because I was like, you know, it's fun for the underdog. And Boise State wasn't really like Boise State yet. They were kind of on the front end of that build. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really cool experience to sit there and watch this really iconic game play out um, without having like sometimes it's not to have it's fun not to have the emotional attachment to a to a game because it's less stressful right right like I love Creighton basketball but there's I almost enjoy watching the other days of March Madness more because I'm so stressed out when I'm like the whole day for Creighton basketball so when I just get to like sit back and like wait for buzzer beaters and stuff like that I, I almost enjoy the experience more. Um, so that's probably like my favorite best game. My favorite game that I've ever watched. In person. In person. So there's two. Um, both are going to be Creighton here. Uh, Doug McDermott's senior night game was a, an incredible experience to watch happen. Um, needed 39 points to get to 3,000 goes out and scores 45 and the funniest thing is is like everybody just assumed he was gonna do it it's like yeah he's gonna drop a 40 burger no big (laughs) no big deal it's like that doesn't happen who does that anymore yeah like that's not a real thing it's and everyone's just like yeah he's gonna get it tonight and then he did Um, everybody that's maybe the most remarkable part of the whole thing um so that was incredible i was sitting right behind the providence bench for that one uh so that was a that was a great experience and then low-key uh, when they clinched the when Creighton clinched the Big East Conference regular season title mm-hmm. against Seton Hall, yeah. um, that stretch of play in the last about third of the season for Creighton, I think, is the best basketball I've ever seen them play, uh, with Denzel Mahoney and DJ and Mitch Ballack and Tyshawn and Marcus Zagorowski and Christian Bishop, like they, the down the stretch of that season, they destroyed people. And they went on a run against a really good Seton Hall team with multiple pros and just dismantled them down the stretch. And I was, like, euphoric. Like, Did I you rush the court? I didn't because um, I was, again, I was sitting basically courtside, so I was like, nah. I'm You're pre- already on the court. I'm pretty close already. <laughs> uh, and so I, that's, like, one of my happiest sports-watching moments was just watching this thing that, never even really seemed possible like Creighton winning a Big East title just d- didn't even sound like a real thing for so long and then to watch him do it in person was was pretty spectacular oh yeah what about you I still get chills first of all with that game too just like oh, watching yeah. the whenever they play it I'm like Whoa. I, chills throughout my body. I still Thank have you, it yeah I still I'll be honest I probably watch it once a year maybe once every six months at least the second half because that stretch yeah. where they pull away from Seton Hall is unbelievable. Plus, you got like DJ dunking on Mamu Kelishvili, give him the you're too small. The, I just I love that game. All right, for me, first watching, not in person, 2014 AL wild card game back in the days when it was just one game. Was that against the A's? Done. So it was Royals A's. Yeah, okay. Uh, absolutely electric. Is that the Kaufman John Lester Stadium. game? I think John Lester was starting for the. A's in that. I'm not going to pull up the box score, man. No, I don't ahead. know. No, you're okay. Go ahead. Um, I was, I was just a, jeez, I think I was in probably my freshman year of high school okay. at that point. Yeah. And 
staying up all night watching it and it was it was absolutely amazing i mean as a royals fan going through all those years of not having any success in the playoffs yeah i mean i mean not even getting to the playoffs right like not even being competitive for the right not even getting there and then seeing those guys like eric hosmer mike moustakis go through omaha and then get to kansas city made it more special because 100 percent you felt like you really did have a connection with those players. I mean, mm-hmm. Lorenzo Cain, Salvador Perez, all of those guys. I mean, Gordon, that, that Alex core, Gordon. Alex yeah. Gordon, those core group of guys that um, were built through through the minors, honestly, and made yeah. their way up together. It was super special. Well, and, and some of those guys like uh, Lorenzo Cain came over in the Granky trade with yep. Milwaukee in the first place, which was, I know – kind of in the moment it's you, you kind of have these mixed feelings you're like this is one of the better players they've had in a long time but there's nobody else around him and to see that actually pay off too like the whole thing uh, was very satisfying even as a non-royals fan right just seeing it come together was amazing because it's also just the beauty of small market baseball too oh, yeah. and just a team like kansas city doesn't matter the size of the market that they can win a world series mm-hmm. uh, in 2015 of course but um that was just like okay, it's possible. Yeah, and childhood dream come true. Honestly, for sure. For yeah. 2014 and 15. Uh, just seeing that success was awesome. Uh, and then we don't talk about anything that happened after that. <laughs> that the years after. Okay, best game I saw in person was Kansas Duke here in Omaha. Oh, Elite eight. That yeah. was awesome. 85-81 overtime. Kansas won. Okay. Yeah. That's, that was. That's terrific. Electric in Omaha. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, that's a. That's a ter- that's a great one to see in person. I'm much more of a homer, um, <laughs> but but that's I mean that's an all timer. Yeah, like no, that. I don't have ties to either of those teams either. But yeah. you just have to appreciate. Oh yeah, when you're seeing at, at the point. highest level, yeah. yeah, and that's what I mean. I'm a at heart a basketball nerd over like everything else. Like I love mm-hmm. football. I grew up in Nebraska, obviously, so I love college football as much as anything. But like. I'm such a basketball nerd. Like just seeing it played at a super high level like that is incredible to me. Like I, I love that. So that's a that's a terrific. And answer. the fact that it was just in Omaha. Yeah. And they hosted the Elite Eight. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Like the you get to see a team go to the Final Four. Yeah. Like that's that's incredible. Um, all right. What is your favorite guilty pleasure movie or TV show? Hmm. Jeez. I'm trying to think of this one. Probably Love Island. Okay. Uh, it has zero substance, okay. but it is so entertaining to watch. Is and that the UK one? Yeah, the UK one. You okay. have to watch the UK. Yeah. Okay. The US right. one isn't it, but uh, Love Island UK. I mean, if you're just looking for some drama in your life that you don't have to deal with, totally watch fair. that show. I, I do have a soft spot in my, uh, in my heart for like trashy dating television. Yeah. Uh, and if you add in British accents, like I'm in. Oh yeah. I just love watching TV with British accents. I don't know why. Um, so I, I I feel you there. I do have a I do have a, a little like Love Is Blind uh, soft spot in Kay. my heart. Although first season was better than the rest of them, but whatever. Um, mine is pro. This is a this is a really bad one. I have low key seen every episode of One Tree Hill. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't. I don't know why. I it's not good. Like, I think what it was is I was so, like, sports obsessed when I was a kid that any show that had anything to do with sports, no matter what was else it's was happening. It's a basketball player. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, like, that's what you're exactly. Yeah. yeah, like, I was a dumb kid, so I was like, it's a basketball show. I was like, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's a soap opera. <laughs> 100%. But low-key, yeah, I, I don't hate it, but it's really bad. Robbie, my last one for you, not about sports. Okay. What's your favorite home-cooked meal? 
Ooh. Uh, so this is tricky because so my mom doesn't really cook. Um, she does some. Like she has her things that she makes. She makes really good chili. Um, makes incredible Rice Krispie treats. Uh, but my dad did most of the cooking when I was growing up, and he's from India. So he used to make uh, a chicken curry that I was obsessed with. That's probably the one thing that I think of most in terms of, like, one of my parents cooking for me as a child. So uh, probably, and I used to, (laughs) he used to make a different version for my mom, who is from Iowa and has a different spice preference than... Uh, I would imagine those preferences <laughs> are a little different. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a... <laughs> Salt and pepper versus everything else. Yes. Uh, there's so when you're watching basketball, do you think of that too? What? You know, because of curry? Well, not often. <laughs> no. No, that's a different kind of curry, okay. Shane. Um, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> Spices during <laughs> NBA games? I was confused too, Shane. Uh, he brought it home though. Okay. Uh, yeah, so probably probably chicken curry from my dad made the... I called it the Indian way, so like with the extra spices, not the, which is not kind the of, Iowa way. Yeah, which is kind of funny now because uh, my wife, who is uh, Midwestern, is she has a way higher spice tolerance than I do now. Like I've gone the complete opposite direction. Where I was like, I just kind of want the like you know like the chilled out version. Uh, give me the Midwest version. Then my wife will make me order her Indian food for her because if they see an Indian name on an order, then they make it hotter, even if you ask for it. Like, that's a real thing, I swear to you. Really? Oh, yeah. If you have an Indian person order your Indian food, you will get it dramatically hotter. Wow. Than if you uh, have a more Midwestern name, we'll call it. Um, What about you? What's your home-cooked meal? Jeez. Okay, so same situation. My dad was the chef in the house for sure. He was the one always home-cooking the meals. Uh, My mom probably thinks ketchup is spicy, honestly, (laughs) so I'm glad she wasn't cooking. Um, random, and I feel like this type of meal doesn't get that much love, but Sloppy Joe's. Okay. All I right. I feel like that doesn't get talked about that much, but my dad ma- makes a mean Sloppy Joe. Like a good... Slept on food, for sure. A good Sloppy Joe is really good. I probably wouldn't have thought of that, but okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was random, for sure, but I'm like, I, I kind of miss a, a good Sloppy Joe here and there. Yeah, you don't you don't see a lot of Sloppy Joe's outside of like elementary school right. these days, so that's a good one. It's not like a thing you can order at a restaurant. So there, I, there are a couple places. <laughs> I can't remember where they were. I've, we randomly had a caller about this at one point, um, talking about places you can get Sloppy Joe's oh, wow. in Omaha. Uh, so if that caller, whose name I can't remember because it was months ago, uh, is listening, please call and tell Anna where she can get Sloppy Joe's in please Omaha. Please let me know. Um, speaking of callers, we've got Michael on the line. He wants to talk about Union Omaha on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Michael, what do you have for us? Omaha. Uh-huh. A few things about Union Omaha. Huge game tonight against Charlotte for mm-hmm. Union Omaha. If they win, they'll get to go and to be in first place in USL League One. That's right. Yeah, Marty was telling about how they uh, they they control their destiny in terms of of winning the the league here. So that's uh, that's exciting stuff there. Yep. Like tonight at six thirty p.m. at Warner Park is when they play at kickoff. It's also a bobblehead giveaway, too. Yeah, lots of exciting stuff going on. The hoot juice is back at the bobbleheads. They're really stepping their game up, it feels like. I'm excited to go out there. Yep. What if I told you I was the one that came up with the name Hoot the Owl, which is the mascot for Union Omaha? No way. I would say you're a legend. 
I was the one that came up with that name a couple years ago, even before Hoot even existed. I thought, hmm, if we had an owl mascot for some some time, name him Hoot, and it ended up being like a popular name choice via a poll. And then last season, Hoot made his debut. And the rest is history. Uh, Michael, we appreciate the call. Um, yeah, another good reminder to get out to uh, Union Omaha tonight, get out to Warner Park. Uh, get some hoot juice. Go see Hoot the Owl, yeah. uh, who who Michael. Uh, uh, we'll have to verify with Marty here. We'll have to we'll have to see. Um, <laughs> I believe him. I do too. I just you know I like to fact check here. Are um, you going? Yeah, we are going, Shane. We're going to Union Omaha tonight. I might have to see. So so Marty said the uh, Marty said the tailgates kind of get started at like three thirty ish. So I might have to. I might try and get you out might there. Might have to. I might have to try and get out there. Eat a little rush early. hour. I know. At three. Yeah, and which then starts just at like three thirty. Park. <laughs> And then you're set. I might just go straight from here, make sure I'm set up, ready to go. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a few fans there. It honestly wouldn't shock me. <laughs> I have to I have to send out some texts to some of my uh, other Union Omaha fans to see if they're going out tailgating. But, uh, Michael, we appreciate the call. And I appreciate the questions uh, on our little Dingman's Get to Know You game. Uh, I feel I feel much more enlightened about my co-host today, so appreciate that. Uh, coming up next, I don't know. We'll figure out something to get into. I'm sure we've got about a half hour left. Want to say hey to our folks in Lincoln KFOR who joined us for this nine o'clock hour. We will have more of Anna Bellinghouse, myself. I'm Ravi Lula, and coming up later, we will wrap up the show here on Herd Out Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln.